That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs, and this is The Great America Show. Welcome. It's great to have you with us. I've been telling you for some time now that I believe we're finally seeing the beginnings of a turning point in what has been our long national nightmare of Marxist dim and deep state corruption and control of our federal government. And today, I'm pleased to tell you there is more evidence of improving prospects that we will be able to restore our badly wounded republic. And thanks to the Congressional Investigating Committees, the Biden regime is increasingly desperate and running from the committee's revelations as more whistleblowers stand up for what's right for the good of the nation. The Biden Justice Department this week sent a letter to Congress to inform House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan that they will actually allow him to talk with the highly controversial U.S. Attorney for Delaware, David Weiss, in committee to testify before Congress on his role in the five-year-long Hunter Biden tax investigation. The Justice Department wants Weiss to testify before his committee to address the testimony from two IRS whistleblowers who testified the DOJ pressured Weiss to stand down on the investigation of Hunter Biden. Here's a quick excerpt from that letter to Chairman Jim Jordan. Quote, The department believes it is strongly in the public interest for the American people and for Congress to hear directly from U.S. Attorney Weiss on these assertions and questions about his authority at a public hearing. End quote. Did you hear that? The department believes? How does a department believe? Do they mean Attorney General Merrick Garland believes, or maybe the FBI director believes. Who is it that believes? Isn't that interesting? They hide from the American people in even their letters to Congress. And Just the News is reporting that congressional investigators have set a new date for former Hunter Biden business partner Devin Archer to testify before Congress. The House Oversight Committee will be conducting the transcribed interview next Monday. And Oversight Committee Chairman Comer has said all along that the committee is focused on President Biden. It's investigating Biden and his corrupt regime. Comer released the following statement yesterday, quote, Joe Biden lied to the American people when he said he knew nothing about his son's business dealings. Evidence continues to be revealed that Joe Biden was very much involved in his family's corrupt influence peddling schemes, and he likely benefited financially. This includes deal with a corrupt Ukrainian oligarch and a CCP-linked energy company that generated millions of dollars for the Bidens and undermined American interest, end quote. That from Chairman James Comer. And so now we wait to see just how much Joe Biden knew about his son's business dealings. There's no doubt now he was aware of his son's deals. That alone means that he lied to everyone. Last week, when the two IRS whistleblowers testified before his committee, Marxist M. Congressman Dan Goldman shocked onlookers 
when he said that Joe Biden was indeed aware and involved in his son's business dealings. Here he is. And you testified that he said to to that Hunter told his dad, according to Rob Walker, quote, I may be trying to start a company or try to do something with these guys. Now, let me ask you something. That doesn't sound much like Joe Biden was involved in whatever Hunter Biden was doing with the CEFC if Hunter Biden is telling him that he's trying to do business with them, does it? No, but it does show that he said he told his father he was trying to do business. And he was okay. Well, that is true. Hunter Biden does try to do business. That's correct. Yes. So you don't not only have no direct evidence connecting Joe Biden to any of Hunter Biden's business deal, you actually had proof that he wasn't involved. That is the proof that you had. As you heard, Congressman Goldman still has to be choking on what he accidentally spilled in a thoughtless moment to the committee that day. That is the truth about President Biden. Joining us now is former senior Department of Defense official, author of the best-selling book, Government Gangsters, Cash Patel. He's also host of his podcast, Cash's Corner. And Cash, we're delighted to have you back with us here on The Great America Show. Let's start with the House Oversight Revelations with the unexpected assistance of the Marxist dim New York Congressman Goldman. The word is that Joe Biden is a liar. He must still be crying. Your thoughts? Well, Lou, it's great to be with you on your wonderful program that dares to put out the truth, unlike so many other out there in the garbage media. So, and I'm happy to talk anything, including our silver spoon friend, um, Representative Goldman, who has a history of falsely castigating brave whistleblowers from the FBI and denigrating them because they were putting out the truth and issuing corruption at the FBI and DOJ. And um, he, he did it with me, and I've referred him criminally to the DOJ, actually, for committing crimes from the well of Congress when he lied about the whistleblowers, me and my foundation. So I might have a personal bone to pick with him, but there's a funny thing about the truth, Lou, talking about the hearings that were most recent with the IRS whistleblowers. When all you do is go before Congress and swear to tell the truth and then tell the truth, even guys like Adam Goldman or Dan Goldman, who is shifts protege get caught with the truth in their mouth and they end up admitting the one singular fact that the democrats wanted to avoid a direct link between hunter biden and the money coming in from china and his father joe biden and dan goldman admitted to the connection after the whistleblower testified that that is exactly what the purpose of his testimony was to show a money connection and a conversation between Hunter and Joe. That is pretty damning evidence, whether it's in a court of law or the well of Congress. It was a, an extraordinary moment and much has, was revealed as a result of that hearing. Uh, as as James Comer, the chairman of the committee, had uh, had promised there would be, I, it was a little slow at the start, but then the fireworks uh, started uh, and uh, away we go. Uh, there were all kinds of revelations that I think are important. Did you find that uh, affirming? <laughs> well, I always go to CNN for one thing, to learn what the news is not. And they have failed to cover these brave whistleblower testimony. And the funny, ironic twist is the fact that Dan Goldman said what he said is forcing them to cover it. It's kind of the irony of all ironies when their puppet masters perpetuating disinformation campaigns with the likes of CNN and The New York Times are forced to cover 
a statement that Dan Goldman has connected Joe to Hunter and the money in China. And so now they're actually trying to run a disinformation campaign, shielding Joe Biden from it by somehow saying, oh, it's one phone call or one message. But the whistleblowers came in and testified. There's more WhatsApp messages. There's more text messages. There's more phone calls. And more importantly, these whistleblowers who are Democrats and don't like Trump or Republicans have jeopardized their careers because they came forth and said, we want to do what the Whistleblower Protection Statute Act says, expose corruption. They were shut down by Merrick Garland, Christopher Wray, and this administration and Attorney Weiss from prosecuting and investigating this case to the fullest extent of the law. That is a damning indictment of the individuals, these government gangsters that are in leadership positions. And the difference between the whistleblowers and them is the whistleblowers came into Congress swore an oath and testified to this information. Weiss and Garland and Ray are putting out deflections and Washington speak uh, cottage cheese versions of disinformation so they can obfuscate the truth. Let's get them into Congress and see who's actually lying. And it tells me that they're the ones lying. It's America's heritage and our treasured system of government that has been defiled by the Marxist Dems and the party that they are leading, the Democrat Party, as well as the deep state. Well, you're absolutely right. And I know there's a chorus for impeaching of Joe Biden, but I'm in the minority. I say save our time and ammunition and impeach Ray and Garland. And the reason I say that is because they have created the two-tier system of justice. And when you have an impeachment, I know the Senate, it's not going to go anywhere. But the trial is the win, Lou. And I think that's what you're alluding to. They have to force the production of documents from the FBI, from these whistleblowers, from the IRS, emails and memorandums as to who authorized or declined to prosecute these cases and why was it they were given preferential treatment and the agents were actually told not to speak to hunter biden and his family about this case and that the bidens were given a heads up that this investigation was even going on all of that information would come out in a forum because as bad as the fake news is they would have to cover the impeachment of a cabinet level uh judicial officer such as the attorney general or the fbi director or a u.s attorney in this case and that would at least allow people to be educated on the truth. It's not a right-wing conspiracy these whistleblowers are hatching up. It is effective exposure of government corruption at the highest levels to do one thing, rig a presidential election. And that cannot happen again. So I hope Congress and the Republicans do one big impeachment of Garland and Ray, and that would be a win for America. Well, we're going to talk about that win and that way to win. We're talking with Cash Patel, great American. We're coming right back. Please stay with us. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. 
Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're back now talking with Cash Patel and your your strategy, if you will, to to bring an impeachment proceeding against Garland and uh, Mayorkas, uh, both at the same time or one at a time? And what would be the sequence? You know, I put my House investigative hat on from back in the day when I ran Russiagate with Chairman Devin Nunes. And I think what Chairman Comer's staff is doing is one is a page out of that playbook. Right now, they're collecting information. They're getting documents. Look at the behind the scenes work that has gone on that we've now only just learned about, that these whistleblowers, even though they testified publicly, have been testifying behind closed doors in anonymity without any leaks for weeks and months. So that tells me they're running a righteous investigation. And when that investigation leads to corruption at the top of the judicial system, where it has here with Gray and Garland at the FBI and DOJ, respectively, that's the point where you pull the trigger. And I think that's where we're at. So now what has to happen is subpoenas of Christopher Ray and Merrick Garland have to come out and you have to give them the opportunity to either come to Congress and speak or decline or show the American people that they refused or deflected. And so once they're afforded that opportunity, then you bring the charges for impeachment to say on such and such date, Merrick Garland lied um, about how his attorney general's office kept a neutral position in the Hunter Biden investigation. They simply did not. How Christopher Ray lied about retaliating against brave FBI whistleblowers who exposed waste, fraud and abuse by firing essentially three of them. And how is it that this DOJ and FBI came in and kicked off an IRS investigative unit of five years running on the Hunter Biden tax and bribery scandal and jettisoned them overnight? These are questions that formulate the basis of an impeachment. And I think that's where the road's heading. And hopefully the, before Congress breaks here in August, they'll issue the subpoenas. And as soon as they come back, I would start the impeachment process. And I remind everyone, an impeachment isn't a conviction. It's the bringing of charges. Look what they did to President Trump baselessly. Just because the Democrats had the majority in the House, they baselessly impeached President Trump twice. It led to nowhere. But the good thing was we saw what a fake deck of cards Adam Schiff and company were carrying about January 6th and about everything else related to the Ukraine. Here, it's a little different. We will see the truth come out to the world about Hunter Biden, about bribery, about China, about the two-tier system of justice, and how Chris Ray and Merrick Garland have lied and committed acts of uh, felonies by lying under oath and violating congressional subpoenas. Those are heavy charges that this Justice Department supposedly tells us they prosecute all the time. To, uh, to Chairman James Comer and his committee, great credit is, uh, is owed. Yes. Because what they have revealed to this point uh, there isn't a, a decent person in this country who does not see what Joe Biden, his crime family and his sickening Marxist dim regime is. Uh, and we know so much now about what they've done. Uh, it is it, it's remarkable what that committee has done, in my opinion. Also, I want to give credit uh, to uh, Chuck Grassley over the Senate, mm -hmm. uh, getting a hold of that 1023 uh, and revealing that Biden uh, was the subject of a $10 million bribe file. Uh, the Burisma chief said he was coerced to pay Joe and Hunter uh, to just uh, save his skin. 
uh, this is the same the same uh, uh, oligarch uh, who has apparently 15 to 17 tapes or so we're told. Well, look, you raise, you raise a great point. Senator Chuck Grassley, who I worked on with the when I was running Russiagate for Chairman Nunes, was a powerful ally in the Senate. And no one can besmirch his credibility when it comes to whistleblowers. It's a passion of his. And he always brings forth information only after it has been credibly verified. So when he tells you that there are 15 to 17 recordings sitting somewhere in FBI holdings because a confidential human source recorded conversations involving Hunter Biden, his family, Joe Biden and the Chinese and the CCP, you could take that to Vegas, my hometown, and go to a casino and bank it, because that is absolutely truthful information coming out of Chuck Grassley's mouth. The question is, what do we do next? And it relates to the impeachment inquiries we were just talking about. The subpoenas have gone out for this information. It almost led to a contempt of Congress hearing. And Chris Ray bent the knee and provided the document in piecemeal, which I didn't think was sufficient because he did not provide the recordings. And now we are hearing from other whistleblowers that those recordings were credibly um, attributed to this investigation. And then they exist. So the subpoenas for the actual recordings must, must be issued. And those recordings should be played for the entire world to hear during said impeachment of Ray and Garland. I think Senator Grassley is adding an extremely valuable position because he is a man who has a platform in the Senate. Unfortunately, we're Republicans in the minority, but he's adding value by showcasing what whistleblower programs are supposed to be like and juxtapositioning them, if we can rewind the tape a little here, Lou, to how whistleblower programs have been corrupted, i.e. Eric Chiarmella and his sidekick, Alexander Vindmond, and of course their protege or their buddy, Adam Schiff. They baselessly accused a president of unlawful conduct and were rewarded for it by the media. Now that we are truthfully receiving whistleblower content, um, the media is ducking and covering, and Adam Goldman is jumping through hoops, but thankfully he did his job for us. And I think Senator Grassley is just warming up. I think knowing how Senator Grassley works, he's just revealed 5% of the information he already has. He's waiting for the media to step in it time and time again, and we're going to see a release of information over the next couple of months that's going to be extraordinary. We'll be right back with Cash Patel. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're back with Cash Patel. And Cash, I want to turn to, if, uh, if I may, the whistleblower Joseph Ziegler, 
saying that the IRS uh, investigators were uh, discouraged from uh, pursuing Biden crimes. Uh, it, that uh, being told that they could not talk with the adult children uh, of, <laughs> of President Biden. These are outrageous statements. And the and the FBI and DOJ people making well, forming that communication and then making it. Uh, they have to be absolutely uh, either stupid or so arrogant uh, to do that, because this is, we are going to find out who did what now. You're absolutely right. And it's their arrogance. And look, as a former national security prosecutor, I worked with these individuals, the special counsel's team, the DOJ team, and all the people that are getting glad handed by the media for putting up these baseless prosecutions and investigations. But here's the one thing, Lou, and you know this better than probably anybody. If what the whistleblowers were saying was even remotely false, the deep state would have risen up and leaked information to castigate them personally and attribute a false narrative to their names. They haven't said anything. No one at DOJ and FBI has denied what these brave whistleblowers are saying. No one at the IRS has come forward and say, no, no, you guys are liars. All they've resorted to is personal attacks against individuals who don't even subscribe to a conservative agenda. So they can't be political hacks. Instead, we are seeing the true weaponization of government, not just in the executive branch, but in the oversight branch of the legislative body. And so I hope that more whistleblowers come forward, not just within the IRS and DOJ, but from elsewhere. And I think you're going to see a direct linkage of the following. The bank accounts that Comer is sitting on show that the immutable fact that money doesn't lie. And when you have $17 million being exchanged from CCP-affiliated entities, the Ukraine, then the Biden crime family syndicate, and the DOJ and FBI come in and tell their investigators, don't talk to the kids. Did anyone at the DOJ and FBI tell Donald Trump's family, or excuse me, the agents investigating Donald Trump baselessly not to talk to his children? <laughs> of course not. It's a two-tier system of justice, even when it comes to the, <clears throat> excuse me, the legislative branch. And I think the win, as I've told President Trump here on this issue, the win is that America is seeing this two-tier system of justice. So I hope James Comer continues on this track. I know it's not easy. I know the staff is short um, and they're doing what they can. But I, I echo what you said. It's commendable what they've done. And now they need to double down and keep going because no one on the left has issued a counter narrative to what the whistleblowers have said because it is true. They just want to bury it. And now we must expose the cast of characters who tried to have it buried at DOJ and FBI. And I think that's what's coming next. They need to start naming names. One of the most idiotic things I have seen in, uh, in, in Congress is Debbie Wasserman Schultz <laughs> trying to shut down as censure uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Uh, in a hearing on... <laughs> government censorship. Uh, <laughs> it's just you can't make her up. Well, I think you've seen the height that the Democratic machine will go to just to ensure that no one threatens their puppet master. That is Joe Biden or empty puppet master. RFK Jr. is mounting a serious campaign as a Democratic candidate for presidency. And the radical left is terrified. Enter Debbie Wasserman Schultz. 
and her somehow attributing falsely that RFK Jr. is an anti-Semite and was somehow pro-Holocaust. I mean, the narrative is ludicrous. And when it enters her mouth and leaves it at the dais of Congress and America listens to it, the, the look that RFK Jr. gave back to her was was stunning, yet actually mildly polite, because he was probably thinking this lady is so out of her mind to accuse me of these things. And he's just going to combat powerful, more stronger from this narrative and this, you know, escapade that the, the, the Dems are on at the weaponization of government subcommittee hearings, I think is going to fail. They desperately want RFK out of the race. They desperately don't want a Green Party candidate or a Libertarian candidate entering the race like they are around the country because it will splinter their vote and ensure Joe Biden's defeat. And that's just the po political landscape. Now you're talking about the subject matter that Joe Biden is running on. And there's not one single issue that he has improved in this country since taking office, not the border, not China, not ending wars, not drugs, not crime, not Russia, not international relations, not anything going on in South Asia and the South China Sea. He has ruined the economy and he has taken a wrecking ball to American constitutional values. And when a guy like RFK Jr. enters the scene and shows that from the Democratic position, oh, you better bet they're threatened. So they're looking to take him out. Why is the DOJ, the FBI, and the Internal Revenue Service, the Treasury Department, why are they protecting Joe Biden? They're protecting themselves. These government gangsters, as I label them in my book, um, uh, Ray, Garland, Mayorkas, Esper, well, Esper's not in, um, Austin, excuse me, Mark Milley, all of these people, the only thing they care about is staying in power, staying in their perch atop of the United States government and making sure their names are in the headlines and they are lauded for their fake false work for the American people. So they don't care about Joe Biden. Joe Biden is their vehicle to stay in power and run this country. We all know that Joe Biden himself is not in charge of anything. His White House is run by Obama former officials and from the Obama team on the outside. And we've seen what his executive branch and cabinet officers and secretaries are doing. They don't care. Um, they will um, do and say anything, including things at DOD, such as the Department of Defense, which I used to run as chief of staff, now under the Biden administration and Mark Milley care more about diversity, equity, inclusion than they do about stopping the flow of Chinese fentanyl through our southern border. Then they do about the war that might be coming in the South China Sea than the war that is in the Ukraine. And all they want to do is print money because the narrative in the media is, oh, we have to send more and more over there. I think all of it is catching up to them, Lou. And I think they are about to run out of runway. And the fake news mafia is desperately trying to lay down more pavement and more runway for them to, to run on. But I think it's coming to an end. We just need Congress to be strong in these next few months. And, and that's my message to everybody. Everybody asks me what you can do. Call Congress and tell them the single issue that matters to you most and make sure they hear you say it because they react to the public just as much as anyone else in Washington. And corporate America bears great responsibility here. Yes. Uh, and they don't get the attention they should from either the political uh, leaders of the Republican Party or the administration. Uh, forget about the Marxist Dems. They're quite happy with the status quo. Uh, but we all need to be aware that this is a, a corporate problem as well as a government problem. 
I think you're absolutely right. And just look at two cultural items that are just in vogue right now. Jason Aldean's song, Try That in a Small Town, is number one on the charts. And they tried to fakely, fake and falsely accuse him of being a racist and of stoking violence when all he cared about, and I know him personally, uh, was to stop violence and stop the burning of buildings and help law enforcement and bring our community together. That song's number one. So corporate America in the music industry failed. And then look to my friend Jim Caviezel and his amazing movie, The Sound of Freedom, about the story of um, about uh, child sex trafficking and defeating that. And that movie is nearing $100 million in box office sales and the corporate regime in Hollywood failed. And these people are actually coming out against a movie that talks about defeating trafficking children in sexual tirades. I mean, just think about that. That shows you how far the radical left has come. These are the same people who are conspiring with the people in government uh, to take down our country. But I think America's waking up. I think they really are. And I just want to add one more thing, Lou. I, 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 it's, it, it dovetails with what we're talking about today. Um, Jim Jordan just launched an investigation into the FBI and DOJ, specifically Chris Ray and Rod Rosenstein, for spying unlawfully on Devin Nunes and myself when I was running the Russiagate investigation five years ago. They actually had the gall to come and investigate senior congressional staffers and use grand jury subpoenas to collect our information because we were exposing their corruption. I know this was five years ago, but we only found out about it a few months ago because Google called us and said, hey, you were subpoenaed five years ago. We can now tell you because it's over uh, because the five years have expired. But thankfully, Jim Jordan has opened an investigation. He has sent out a letter and subpoenas, hopefully, to get these documents. Now, Ray and Rosenstein must answer the question under oath why they were subpoenaing and surveilling senior congressional staff who are exposing their waste, fraud, and abuse in government. There's some irony in Google being the ones to inform you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that you were spied. That's uh, right. <laughs> when I, when I, first, I read those first reports on that, I thought to myself, this is just too ironic for words. Uh, <laughs> what was your thought when, it, when you saw that you had to be suspicious because you'd been spied on before? Uh, mm. Were you suspicious uh, at the time? I was suspicious at the time, and the 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 I guess there are no coincidences in government. And then we had a January meeting in two, January of 2018. It was myself, Devin Nunes, Christopher Ray, Rod Rosenstein, and his senior um, goon squad from the FBI. And we were meeting in the Capitol in a skiff. And Rod Rosenstein unleashed on us. He threatened to investigate us. And the irony of it all is that he lied in that meeting. So did Chris Ray. They already authorized subpoenas three months earlier to collect our information. So you could see their intent. What are they going to say? Cash Patel was, you know, disclosing national security secrets. That's a total farce. It was going nowhere. It's a pretext to come in and dig up dirt because we had proven to them that the FISA that Rod Rosenstein had signed surveilling President Trump was unlawful and violated every tenant of justice and enter. Don't believe us. Look at what John Durham said. No lawful premise to ever investigate Trump ever. And Rod Rosenstein goes in and signs the fourth and last FISA based on bogus trumped up information. He's the same guy that authorized Andy McCabe to go out and wear a wire against President Trump under the 25th Amendment. That's why we knew those suspicion existed back then. But Lou, even after everything I was been through, I was kind of even surprised when I read Google's notification. And Google's not the only one. That's just the one we know about. The right. hole is much deeper. They surveilled us. We're going to get to the bottom of it. Hopefully, Jim Jordan executes some subpoenas ASAP and puts butts in seats and gets us documents. 
Tash Patel, we wish you all the best. We, uh, You are a great American. You serve this country daily. We appreciate it so much, and uh, God bless you. Thank you, my friend. It's great to be on your show, and I hope to come back soon. Tash Patel, top Trump official, great American. Author of the children's book as well, The Plot Against the King. Join us here tomorrow and each and every weekday for The Great America Show. Follow me on Twitter and Truth Social at Lou Dobbs and on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight. And be sure to check out the all-new LouDobbs.com website, Truth, Justice, and the American Way. Please join us here tomorrow. Until then, thanks, God bless you, God bless America. America.